2: Welcome back to the Doctor Light
3: Show. What a glorious day it is. It is good. It is good.
2: Things are moving along pretty, aren't they? Well, we're going to talk about a lot of different things today, Jim, aren't we? We're going to talk about what I consider to be drip, 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 (laughs) blood. Donald Trump (laughs) and the coming reckoning. But before the reckoning, we know what they're going to do. We know what they're going to do. They're going to fight back. They're going to push back. And economically is the first part that they're going to do with that. So we're going to go to Dr. Kirk Elliott. Yep. Kirk, how are you doing today? And Jim, you can stay. I'm down.
0: doing awesome. It's cool. great. Right, well, thanks. Great
2: to <laughs> talk to you again.
0: You've been Kirk, gone for always, just a bit.
2: <laughs> I know. I, it's, been a, it's been a busy last two months. So I appreciate being back, and I appreciate talking to you, my friend. Um, I started this morning with seeing this article right here, BlackRock world's largest money manager overseeing 9.1 trillion in assets says that we could be headed for a full employment recession that's not good kirk
0: no that's and for them to say that it's kind of a big thing so what are they what are they trying to get us into right because whenever i i hear them speak i always think okay there's got to be an ulterior motive what are they talking about? Right? But I think they're preparing people for something new, for something different, for a solution that they think that they're going to bring to the table like central bank digital currency and, oh, maybe universal basic income that might come from that, right? So they're, they're prepping us. They're, they're warning us. and um, But when, when you look at what, what they say on that, it corresponds very deeply with all the warnings that we've been seeing from the open artificial intelligence community and and the ramifications of that, right, which are upwards of two-thirds, two-thirds of all workers um, in the United States and Europe could could lose their jobs over the next five years. Twenty percent of the global population over the next five years. It's like, this is big. Right? So, so what happens when you've got all these expenditures, all these, these people that are potentially going to lose their jobs in this big recession that we're talking about right now from BlackRock, is what are they going to do? They're going to go to the government and say, hey, I need unemployment benefits, I need Social Security, I need Medicare, I need Medicaid, I need whatever, right? And then the problem is these jobs are being replaced by computers that don't make money right? You don't have to pay a computer. Um, so therefore, there's no income tax revenues from that. Oh, computers don't go to Best Buy to buy stuff, right? Like people do. So there's going to be no sales tax revenues. If they're not out buying stuff, gas and groceries and food and everything else, well, then, then, then what? These, these companies are going to lay off even more people because there's nobody buying their stuff. So all government revenues are going to come down. You know, as people start losing their jobs and being replaced with computers. So I think it's way more dire than what BlackRock is actually even saying, because what happens when governments run out of money? They raise taxes or they print their way out of it, which is going to be the the ultimate death of, of the global economy. No government tax revenue is coming in. Higher prices because of inflation and higher taxes for everybody that's living. I mean, that's that's the world that we're entering into under this great, grand, amazing design of open artificial intelligence and a way to cut expenses for companies. It, you also cut jobs when that happens.
2: Okay, Kirk. I was thinking about this, and I started, started like, in my mind, wondering about the unified ledger that the Bank of International Sediments uh, article came about with, talking about last month. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And in that, I noticed they were talking about central bank digital currencies and private digital currencies. And I'm like, what private digital currencies are they talking about? Now, interestingly enough, right after that article, Sam Altman, the founder of ChatGPT, released WorldCoin, Mm -hmm. which provides a UBI, Universal Basic Income, to its users, after you provide your biometric data and all this other information, then just the other day, PayPal released its stablecoin, and it's almost as if they timed this perfectly with all of this.
0: Yeah. So, so the the videos that are coming out, it, it's scary to me. I mean, not sc- I'm not scared, scared, but it's it's more sad. When I see people in Tokyo, people in London, people in San Francisco, lining up for blocks, literally blocks, to get their retina scanned on Sam Altman's orb with WorldCoin so they can prove that they're humans and not a robot and that it'll attach them to their new global digital ID that's attached to their bank accounts, right? So for the sake of convenience, people are giving up all their privacy and freedom. And I'm sitting here watching these videos and saying, Don't do it. Just like I were watching like a a suspense thriller movie, right? And there's always, or a horror movie, and there's always some dumb kid that decides to go down the dark hallway and see this closed door, and they decide, oh, I'm going to go in this closed door in the dark hallway. And you think, no, there's a monster behind it. Don't go in. Don't be a fool. You know, that's how I feel about all these people that are lined up for blocks, willingly, literally willingly for the sake of convenience giving up their financial privacy and financial freedom for the rest of their lives. I mean, this is what they're doing because I think it's one of those things, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but since they control the purse strings, it's digital, you could never get your money out of that system. And once it's in, you're not getting out, right? That's the way that I, that I view it.
2: Well, you're, you're absolutely right because there is nothing to get out. Now, Austria just last week announced a constitutional amendment within their country to make cash the legal form of payment. Uh, I think this is pretty genius because firstly, it's already in the United States constitution, but they just ignore it. But if we had some type of mediation of physical currency for clearance or for the remedy of transactions, then people would be a lot more comfortable with digital currencies. Now, for instance, Mm -hmm. the BRICS nations on August 22nd are set to release their global reserve currency, which is rumored to be backed upon gold, which means that gold becomes the settlement item for all transactions between these countries and becomes the stabilizer of all the, the various countries' currencies That are utilized within the settlement and then you have the interoperability that comes about through their global reserve currency um i'm curious how this is going to work but the system if backed upon gold uh i I like it even i don't care that it's china and russia but if you're going to have a digital currency you need something like that
0: you do need something like that and imagine so we've been talking about this literally for six months, Josh, about how this is coming up because they've set the date a long time ago, and and you've had a couple of hiccups in that, right? But but imagine. So let's let's say that they they actually do do this um, on August 22nd, which has been the general thread for the last six months, is that they are they're going to back their currency with gold. The estimates are eight grams per brick per brick unit. Well, people say, Kurt, 8 grams, that's not very much. It's like, you're talking about 73% of the world's population <laughs> that are tied up in the BRICS nations. That's a lot. It's a huge trading block. That's a lot of gold. Now, Putin may have thrown a little monkey wrench into this last week. Um, or, and, and it's like, I don't know what to think of Putin. I don't know if it's, if it's a deflection, if he's actually being smart, if he's totally misleading. I don't know. But he basically said, hey, you know what? I don't think that we're quite ready for a, a central bank digital currency in the BRICS nations, but until we are, let's let's follow this proposal. Let's have all trading settlements done between countries in the BRICS nations, done in their own currencies, until we're ready, except for the U.S. dollar. It's like, oh my word, that's even more detrimental to the U.S. dollar than a BRICS currency backed with gold, because that's immediate. No, no, I mean, the World reserve currency status of the U.S. dollar go away. If you really wanted to kill the dollar overnight, that would do it. But what would then be the implication? The U.S. would have to print money like there's no tomorrow to fund all of our obligations, which causes inflation. So either one of these options causes gold and silver to absolutely go through the roof as a valid, tangible asset.
2: And de dollarization. Is the perfect mm-hmm. weapon that the BRICS nations are utilizing against the Western New World Order, and we're seeing it firsthand right now. And this is why my my spidey senses are saying that they're going to do something very similar to this this month because this produces the de-dollarization, which leads to the next step, which we'll talk about when we come back. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. Right into this.
4: Dark Delight on the WYSL stations.
2: All right, Kirk. President Zelensky of Ukraine last week put out a propaganda video. And it showed them bombing the crap out of Moscow. And the date that came up on the day of the bombing was August 23rd, 2023. Which just happens to be a day after the announced day, August 22nd of the BRICS global reserve currency. So I found that really interesting because <laughs> yeah, I think the Western nations understand that they have to escalate this war with Russia simply because they know that de-dollarization is coming, that World War III right now is being fought biologically and economically. And economically, they are getting their butts kicked, <clears throat> the Western nations, that is. And yep. the BRICS nations have 40 new applicants. They have 40 applicants who are still remaining private. I guarantee that Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Mexico, well, we already know Mexico's out there, but they're probably U.S. allies. We know France is interested in joining. We have the military buildup in the Persian Gulf, saying to be a threat from Iran, but we know that that isn't true. Really what the military presence in the Persian Gulf about is about protecting trade. That when this economic war starts to take hold, the United States with its naval homogeny begins to control the trade within that area. They become the pirates. They make sure that things keep on flowing for them. Um, this is a, a tactic that was used during World War One, World War Two, And so we're seeing the prelude to war, actually kinetic war, building up right now. You just had a terrorist attack at a port in Turkey with a Russian grain ship the week after the United Nations came out and called Russia terrorist of the Black Sea. So we're about to see a supply chain crunch. We're about to see an economic war escalate beyond anything we could ever imagine that's going to affect global food supplies. And within that global food supply, it's going to affect the dollar, inflation, people's jobs, people's security. I know that we are headed towards a recession, but I think that we're honestly headed towards a Great Depression. What are your thoughts?
0: I, yeah, it's going to be different than the last Great Depression. Now, the last Great Depression, you know, in the, in the 30s, you know, after the Dust Bowl, that one, um, that was a deflationary depression because the, basically the printing presses weren't ramped up. This one is going to be an inflationary depression. So depression or recession has to do with the business cycle, right? Is the economy growing? Is it shrinking? Are people spending money? Are they not? Are they working? Are they not? So that has to do with the business cycle. Now, the deflation or inflation has to do with the money supply, right? So. The way that they tried to attack this during the Great Depression was they decreased the money supply, prices came down to try to entice people to spend, right? Now, this one's different because it's an inflationary depression, which is the worst of all possible worlds for any any policymaker because you've got business slowdown, people aren't making money, but because there's business slowdown and now we have all of these entitlements and all of these stimulus and everything that I always... The government wants. What are they going to do? They're going to have to print their way out of it, because in in today's world, unless you offer somebody something for free, they're probably not going to vote for you. So politicians are really accustomed to using other people's money to get elected and promising all this and that and everything else. Well, that comes at a cost when we don't have any government revenues coming in because taxes are 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 down across the board, like we've already talked about. Well, then they're going to print their way out of it. So this is going to be an inflationary depression, which is the worst of all possible worlds. So I would akin that not to the Great Depression here, but the depression in Weimar Republic, Germany, after World War I, when nobody was Mm. working, everything, you know, business cycles slowed down. But they printed money like there was no tomorrow because the Treaty of Versailles made Germany pay off all the war, war debts from World War I. They abandoned the gold standard printed without discretion and literally they had billions. I mean, with a B percent inflation. I mean, money was doubling every single twice a day. People had to be paid twice a day so they wouldn't so they could go buy a loaf of bread for dinner at lunch because by dinner time it was going to be twice the price. I mean this is insanity. So this is the kind of world that we're entering into is an inflationary depression because of the policies of central banks right now
2: now and, and do you think there's a rush to get the western digital central bank digital currencies in place to curve that
0: yeah i because is this is where you know what did rahm emanuel say never let a good crisis go to waste right so mm-hmm. so things are being dismantled the the banks are failing people have no money when that kind of uh, characteristics are happening. Well, then people are ripe for a change. They're they they'd be willing to give away their freedoms uh, for an exchange for somebody to fix it. This is this is exactly how Hitler came to power. You know, after World War One, you had all this massive inflation, and he and he campaigned on a promise of hope and change. And the Germans said, "Oh, okay. Well, as long as you're going to fix it, that's great. We'll we'll elect you." Right. The worst dictator, one of the worst dictators in the history of the world didn't have to hold a gun to people's head. It wasn't a violent exchange of political power. It was willing. People willingly said, okay, we'll give you power, just fix, fix our inflationary problem that we have. And that's how we got in. I mean, it was an easy transfer of power. This is what I see happening now, an easy transfer of power from the people to the bankers who control your ability to buy or sell based on your ideology. If you people don't believe that statement, look what happened to Nigel Farage. Got cut off from his bank account because he's a social conservative politician. Uh, and, and in the, the memo from his bank to him in the 40-page dossier, because he's a prominent politician, said, well, you support Trump. We don't like your views on zero carbon emissions. We don't like your views on immigration. We don't like your views on vaccinations, right? It's like, or, or Brexit or Russia. It's like, that's why he got cut off. And then Dr. Merkula last week or a week and a half ago got cut off at JPMorgan Chase. Now this hits home. He's just a natural doctor that sells vitamins and supplements, right? But was probably anti-vax in some of his statements. Cut off, but not just him, but his CEO, his CFO, their spouses and their kids. Now, if you even have a relationship, just somebody that they don't like they're cutting you off i mean it's getting extreme josh extreme
2: well it is and we only got a few minutes left and so i want to, I, I, there's so much more i want to talk to you about kirk i know it's been a few weeks since we talked i'm probably gonna have to have you on one of my other shows we're gonna have to do an hour segment or something but what can people do because i know there's a lot of fear yeah in this economy People are saying, "Well, you know, the Fed saying things are getting better." D- Jamie Dimon came out and said, "Oh, no recession, where everything's going to be good and put money back into the market." And the stock market goes up five points, and people are like, "Yay!" But that's not reality.
0: Because no, that's that's not. So, really, what we've been talking about for over a year is tangible assets like gold and silver. You're you're out of that digital system. You're not a digital slave in their digital world. Plus, so silver is doing incredibly well. I mean, that's the low lying fruit. This is the easy option that people can do right now. Right? Is 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 just that? Allocate into silver. You can use it for barter. Plus, it's growing. I mean, it, it, it checks off a bu- couple of boxes. Outside of that, there's pending state legislation for state chartered central banks. Right? Out of the federal system, away from the Fed now. At away from FDIC, away from the Federal Reserve. So, that, but that's not available yet, but in time, that might be a good solution, right? So, when we get right down to it, there's going to be solutions. I think there's going to be things we can do to protect and preserve, and that's where you and I should to delve into more time. But, but for right now, right now, the easy solution is allocated into silver because it's easy to do, get out of paper, go into something that's tangible. Now, paper is becoming dangerous to people's portfolios as banks fail, but Christine Lagarde, three days ago, said she's afraid. And in a speech, she said this in a speech live, said, I'm afraid of companies like Meta and Google and Amazon coming up with their own private currencies that would usurp the central bank digital currency of the European Union, strip away our sovereignty. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, kind of like where she's going a little bit, right? So so she's, she's afraid of, of other bad cryptocurrencies, but theirs is terrible. What did she do? She said, we're also going to outlaw cash. Any $1,000 euro transactions or more, you're going to face a fine or go to jail if you get caught using cash. It's like, oh, my word. They're demonizing everything. I, I expected her to say it, but but the fact that she actually said you're going to jail if you use cash, that's extreme. That means they're, they're at the end of their rope.
2: Yeah, exactly. And... You know, these private digital currencies that we're seeing, the, the WorldCoin and the PayPal one, most likely they're going to do something uh, like special drawing rights, SDRs, with these. Eventually, as this gets going, and she's yeah. not concerned about them. They're just going to utilize this as another mechanism of control. But for people out there, what they need to do is go to getgoldtoday.com, where they, would I recommend everybody right now get a pen and... Write this phone number down, 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900, or email schedule at KirkElliottPhD.com. That's S-C-H-E-D-U-L-E at K-I-R-K-E-L-L-I-O-T-T phd.com. So 720-605-3900. Give them a call. Get on their schedule. Get an appointment. Talk to Kirk and his team and see what our options are out there for you, whether you have a 401k, a 413b, IRA, you want to create an IRA, you have an abundance of cash, whatever it might be. They're going to help you get the right solution. Kirk, thank you so much, my friend. We'll talk to you here soon, especially next week.
1: All right. Sounds good.
2: Take care, Kirk. Alright guys, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight show. Right.
4: Alright,
3: Jim Price. Oh. Yes, sir. How you doing? <laughs> doing good, man. Good segment All there. Right. I appreciate that.
2: Well, you know, Kirk Elliott, he he's got so much to say. And for mm-hmm. people that don't know, we're, we're doing this mid-spot, Jim and I, live, but outside of the show. And right. the reason for this is because there's a lot of things happening in the world, and there's a lot of things that can bring benefit to you out in the world. And so we wanted to have a spot where we could highlight some of those things. Now, number one thing, yeah. the thejimpriceshow.com. I want everybody to go out there, subscribe. TheJimPriceShow.com Really easy TheJimPriceShow.com I know it's long I've been trying to tell him Jim, <laughs> you need to get this shortened down Like, like
3: TJPShow.com
2: Something like that right. But he, he, he's like, no I refuse I, like I
3: refuse, it. I can't I'm holding on to tradition Then, yeah. then I
2: want you to go to RedPills.tv R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV. On the other hand, I have a private social network. I invite you all to come. It's free to join. There are subscription plans there. You can help support the Red Pill Project and everything that we do over there. That's socialredpill.com. Socialredpill.com. Now, with Jim Price, there's ways to support Jim Price over there at thejimpriceshow.com. You can go to that website. You can find tons of ways to support Jim over there. Subscribe, listen to his show. At the top of the menu, there's uh, the live about Jim. I like that. That should be a segment called "About Jim." And there's episode <laughs> sponsors, and then there's a, a more tab. If you look at that more tab, there's ways to help Jim Price there. So we've been talking about med beds all this week. Now I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be going out to Jim Price's house and using his med bed. I haven't gotten one yet, but I'm, I'm really interested in these things. I really want one. I wish Klarna would allow me to get one. We talked about that yesterday. But if you have the opportunity to, to purchase one and review it, please let us know because all I'm hearing from people out there on these things are nothing but great things. Like people are like, "Oh my God, I feel so good. My back, like, is not sore anymore. My legs, my arthritis is all gone." And Jim Price is just amazing. So if you guys are interested in the MedBeds, it's redpills.tv MedBed. You can go to that website. You can check them out there. A uh, few things. Getgoldtoday.com. Yes. For anybody out there who's looking to get gold and silver into their portfolio, um, I highly recommend it. Uh, actually, one of the things that I do is I buy silver every month. I buy gold every other month. A little expensive, but you know what? You got the money. Do it. Get it in your portfolio. Get that whole cold, hard coinage in your pocket. And if you're doing an IRA, what I recommend is putting money into your IRA. Put it in your depository, and then also buying bullion to keep in your house. And what do they say? They sold silver, gold, and brass to cover your Yep. Right? So, Jim, let me ask you this. Do you have any so, other sponsors that you use that I don't know about?
3: Um, well, the only other one I would say that I have uh, would be, well, I guess the Root Brands that I use, which oh, is – um, That's it. Yeah. The Detox. If you guys have ever – if you know anybody who's had the shot who uh, may have been in contact with somebody who has a shot. By the way, guys, if you know anybody who has been in contact with anybody who has a shot, they need this – uh, this detox that Root Brands actually allows for,
2: right? And so, how did they get the Root yeah. Brands for you, Jim?
3: Okay, so a Root Brands is actually like it sounds—Root Brands, r a d n s dot com—and then you go there and you can backslash Jim Pri- the Jim Price Show, and uh, it allows you to go there and you can hook up on that. If I put that in right, did I say that right? <laughs> it's my first day here did on I Say right. It right? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let me make sure I did. Uh, I just keep pulling up the wrong thing. So anyway, let me I let me get that here for a second. Go ahead, Josh.
2: Well, yeah, I was gonna well, say we- get your link. I want to put the link out there for people. Yeah. So they have that link because Root Brands is really important. Um that this, this is, is a company that I've been recently introduced to. Their products are amazing. So Jim Price will get that link out to you guys. And if you guys like- are interested in just like well, hey, what was the name of that root something? Just go to thejimpriceshow.com, email Jim, yep. and he will send you everything you need to know. If you guys want to email Jim, and I recommend blowing up his email, okay? <laughs> it's Jim Price, all one word, Jim Price, at thejimpriceshow.com. I mean, yes. you couldn't get any longer of an email address, <laughs> but you definitely have simplicity. If you want to right. email me, it there's a few different. I got like a hundred emails, but it's Red Project Online at Gmail dot com. Red Online at gmail.com. So at gmail.com.
3: So, Let me give it to you real quick. The Root Brands, the Root Brands dot com slash Jim Price. The Root dot com slash Jim Price. Go there and sign up for free, guys. You don't even have to pay for anything to sign up. They'll get the information and see what's going on but you guys sign up under uh the root the com backslash jim price go there sign up for the account don't do anything if you don't want to just check it out look around but their trinity they have is a nutrient pack plus the detox and then they call it all out and then the zero in which is a great great focus uh, herbal that they have that allows you to be able to focus throughout the day um so those are great products
2: perfect well jim I like these segments. We get to talk through kind of things that that we use that help right. our audience. So, much appreciate on that. We're going to come back to you guys with a dark delight show here in just a few. Well, I think we're going to go right back into it. Eh?
4: Dark delight on the WYSL stations.
2: All right, back to the dark delight <laughs> show. Right. Oh man, yes, sir. it's like we recorded that segment or something, Jim. It just went so smoothly. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Smooth as butter in a freezer. I mean, uh, or whatever that means. All right, um, no, good, good stuff. We do have a feedback, Bob. All right, so we used to, we were talking about some stuff that you were talking about stuff in that show there um, that you talked about Flint or who's the guy who, who's the who's the guy who runs BlackRock? Flynn or Flint? No, who's the, no. Who's the CEO of BlackRock? Who Larry is it?
2: Larry Fink
3: fink larry yeah fink Fink. wow okay come on is this like a is that like a uh you know airplane part two you know a name for the villain fink isn't that like a rat fink i mean that's what i would think of his name anyway this guy has more power than i think we realize i think he has more of a godlike power over our our universe what we call the big, big blue marble earth than we realize I mean, this guy's running ten percent of every major corporation that also owns every other sub-major corporation. This guy's got his fingers in every pot, so I'm kind of wondering why we we we, we kind of smooth right past this guy because he's really the guy we should be paying attention. I don't know, about I don't worry about Klaus Schwab so much as I'm worried about that guy.
2: Well, yeah, I mean that's the great distraction, right? Look at the politicians. Look at the World Economic Forum. Don't look at everybody behind the scenes with you. Right. Um, Jim Price, I did a show last night called Drip, Drip Flood, and I outlined right. kind of what I saw occurring in the world, um, over the last, uh, decade, two decades of how it's been all unraveling. Now we had, uh, Dr. Jane Helper again out there on the news talking about presidential emergency action documents and peds. And, um, I do, I, I know Donald Trump retweeted her or retruthed her, but, um, There's a portion of this lady that I can't take seriously because a lot of the things that she said are inaccurate in the sense of how they operate with presidential um, uh, rights and presidential kind of procedures. Firstly, the president of the United States does not take PEDS. He can't take PEDS. If he takes PEDS, then that's illegal and he can be arrested for that. And that's presidential emergency action documents. Basically, these are classified executive orders. Um, and the president cannot take them. Um, they are held by uh, the kind of like the security component of the National Archives um, and the National uh, Director of National Intelligence. So it, it, she said that Donald Trump took PEDS with him to Mar-a-Lago, and that's what the FBI was looking for. That's massively incorrect, illegal. Um, if Donald Trump did that, he actually committed a crime. So um, this lady is coming out to me as kind of maybe... Um, Mal-informed, but listening to Derek Johnson or something, I don't know. Um, listening to Patel Patriot, maybe, uh, where she's getting misled down this devolution route. Uh, because none of that stuff is actually um, legally accurate. But, it's interesting what we are seeing because there's a massive amount of information coming out. Guns, burner phones, fake registrations, <clears throat> the buried Michigan voter fraud scandal. That was basically thrown out of the window by the attorney general in Michigan and was never even investigated. They had all this evidence of voter fraud and they just let it go. And this seems like the same thing that happened in Pennsylvania, the same thing that happened in Arizona, the same thing that happened in Georgia. And now this is going to get litigated and this is going to be absolutely epic. Because all this voter fraud evidence is now coming forth. We find mm-hmm. out yesterday, Jim, that the January 6th committee illegally destroyed the records and documents, and Donald Trump has full subpoena power. So, do you think with that subpoena power that he might subpoena Liz Cheney's cell phone records?
3: Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, this is. I good. would. I I would go I would go back to Obama's birth certificate. Cuz see here's the thing. They aren't they holding him quote unquote liable or his actions are for election, right? Now, it, it, does it limit the, the which election he gets to talk about? Does he get to talk about any election he wants to cuz he get to go in there and say, "Hey, by the way, you know, let's go back to 2012. Let's go back to 2008." Uh, let's find out if the you know these individuals can we go back and and oh by the way 2016 you guys remember you guys are the one that said that 2016 was illegitimate that it was completely fraudulent so let's let's go back and talk about what about that was fraudulent right I think there's gonna this is a bellwether for him or it was a bellwether that's not the word I want to use I think this is gonna be a windfall for him of information
2: well that's right I mean because the first thing that they're gonna try to do is they're gonna try to discredit him and they're gonna try to show Again, Russia collusion, right? They're going to be like, well, you know, Donald mm. Trump lost the 2020 election because of the two impeachments. And he goes, ah, hold on a second there. And now <laughs> you get entered into the evidence, <clears throat> the, the innocence derived from those. Firstly, the second impeachment was due to a perfect phone call with President Zelensky. This pertained to the server. He goes, I have the contents of the server here. Do you want to see them? Boom. Then the first impeachment was due to a Russia, Russia, Russia hoax was a steel dossier. Here's the Crossfire Hurricane binder, which proves that to be highly incorrect. Boom, that's down there. Now, why did they do that? Well, it was because of what Hillary Clinton was doing on the side selling U.S. military secrets. Oh, by the way, here's that classified document that I declassified before I left. Boom, here's that. And those all get entered into evidence. How do you enter evidence legally? That's how you do it. Right. Which basically provides a platform of legitima- legitimacy. For all of his claims over the years, legally. And you gotta remember, if you go back to the boards, it talks about we are a nation of law and orders. This has to be done legally in a court of law. Now, the Trump's team came out and they're gonna put the motion in the recuse the drug, judge, get rid of the judge, and move the right. venue to Virginia. She's gonna deny all of this. They're gonna say no. And so and so what do you do next? If you have a First Amendment case, your former head of state. The charges being brought up are when you were a head of state, right? Right, You file two motions to get a fair and just trial during a a time of of, uh, political persecution, and the judge denies both claims. You file original jurisdiction with the Supreme Court.
3: Right. That's going to be great.
2: It's going to be epic if this actually does happen, which I do believe it's going to. This is going to be obvious. The question is, is John Roberts going to play the role?
4: <laughs>
2: is John Roberts going to stand up and say, we have this one chance, this one opportunity to save this country. All we have to do is hear this case. Let's do it. Yeah. You, you know that the majority of the justice, T- Clarence Thomas will be like, yup, yep, yeah, I'm in on that one. Amy and Kobe what about Barrett? televising?
3: Do you think that they'll, they'll, well, they'll televise it?
2: Adam Schiff proposed a bill to make sure that it's televised twenty four seven.
3: Well, I'm wondering though if the Supreme Court has different rules for that because they do. They have the the no camera rule thing. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Like, there's very very few cameras ever allowed in the Supreme Court building.
2: We'll have to see. I don't know. Um, I don't yeah, think I, mean, I know ever Adam been... Schiff
3: wants to televise it, which is, that's that just plays right into Trump's hands. I mean, but this guy's creating be- a, a greater victory margin for everything he's doing coming into the election. This is doing nothing but add up, you know pumping him up.
2: Yeah, I agree. With the Supreme Court, I don't know if there's ever been an original jurisdiction case in recent years. So we'll have to All see. Right. All right. We'll be right back with more. Dark Delight Show right to this.
4: Dark Delight on the WYSL stations.
2: All right. Back to the Dark Delight Show. <laughs>
4: Yeah,
3: that's what we're doing. Hey, so, um, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, we, we've been talking about like these different people that are doing stuff behind the scenes, and, and we don't talk much about like the bloodline effect. And I know that a lot of people don't want to do that because they it gets them, they feel icky, they feel like, well, no, this is because society's this way. It's because of a few bad actors. But do, I mean, do we want to go down the line of, of explaining how... The different bloodline to actually affect the world that we live in, from the Cologne family through Christopher Columbus and others. Do we have? have we ever really gone down that road?
2: Um, I have on my my other shows.
3: Yeah. Well, New York needs to hear it.
2: Well, New, New York, <laughs> York needs to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Colonia. Uh, so, what what families are you talking about, Jim?
3: Well, you, there. Okay, there's a three. The you have the what is the Gray Pope, the White Pope, and the Black Pope. Right, but then there is the thirteen bloodlines. But then there's also there's there's some skepticism on that whether there's actually thirteen or there's less or more. But we do know that we see the Bushes and the Clintons and the Obamas all you know being related. So are we just in the are we just in the Game of Thrones where this is all a bunch of family bloodlines that we're getting caught up? No different than World War One. World War One when we dissolved Czars and turned them into uh, prime ministers and all this other stuff. Uh, we never really got rid of the bloodlines. We just put different names on what we call used to call dukes and duchesses and all the other stuff.
2: Well, how about this? Um, okay. Pope Celestine the Third, Pope Nicholas the Third, Pope Benedict the <clears> Thirteenth. Do you know what they all had in common? What's that? They're all related. Um, mm-hmm. How about? Um, one, two, three, four, five. How about 25 cardinals? All related yeah. throughout the years. And, and they're all members of what's known as the Orsini family. Yep. Now, the Orsinis are papal nobility. And they've been around. Their bloodline goes back before the Merovingian kings. Um, you can trace their origins back to um, the Hyksos kings of ancient Egypt. Mm -hmm. The House of Orsini is an Italian noble family that it says was one of the most influential families. No, they still are. You just don't know who they are. Um, And they actually in the 1800s when Rome was under siege and the Vatican was being basically shut down. This is when they went bankrupt and stuff like that. um, It was the black nobility that stepped in and protected the Vatican and funded them. And this is the creation of of a lot of the black church and the implementation of the black church. Uh, So there was the Colonna family and the Orsina family. Now, Mm -hmm. the Colonna family is quite interesting because uh, the Colonna family had, uh, let me see, Pope Martin V. Right. That's Otto Colonna. Um, You have multiple other popes and cardinals in that family. So Shakespeare, which wasn't really Shakespeare, Shakespeare was a collaboration of about five to six different people, one of them being Sir Francis Bacon, who actually helped write the King James Version of the Bible as well as told stories through Shakespearean literature and other types of literature about history and what really controls the world. But do you remember Romeo and Juliet?
3: Right, yeah
2: two two children of wealthy families who fall in love and come to a truce but it's a tragic murder right that was the Orsini and the Colana family right that was that was a, a symbolic representation of the Colana and the Orsini family um, and these are some of the most powerful families on the planet now Colana the name Colana is uh is Cic- Caridilo, also, right. by the way, Colana is uh, comes from Columna. Columna or Colum, Colum, the dove. Now, Jesus was actually represented as the dove, the white right. dove, uh, who was bore within the belly of his mother. Now, interesting enough, the person who founded America, what was his name?
3: Columbus. Columbus. Not, not America, uh, Da
2: Vinci, but but it was Christopher. Oh. Colum. Colum. It was actually yeah, Christopher Colana. Oh,
3: right. Okay. Yeah. So for people who no. don't know, his
2: name was actually Christopher Colana of the Colana family. That's why he was prominent. Okay? And yep. they changed it to Colum or Columbia. Now, we have Washington, D.C. as the district of what? Columbia. District of Columbia, and Washington, D.C., the Vatican, and London form the Financial Triangle. Why? Because it's the Colonna family, which is a root derivation of who? Red Shields. Oh, yeah. Rothschilds. Nice. Yep. Well, And, the Orsini- and really, it's the, the merger of the Colonna and the Orsini family that really formed the Bauer family which in the se- late 17, early 1800s, the Bauer family eventually became the house of the Red Shield in Germany. Oh, wow. Um, yep, so...
3: Is that uh, is, anything to do with uh, Merkel or any of those people that are alive today in Germany?
2: Uh, I guarantee you it does, but uh, more so, I mean, the, the Rothschilds out there are actually the Bowers. Right. And the Bowers are, like, <clears throat> the Bowers have been around for a while... um, But they merged with the Colonna and the Orsini families, and uh, these are known as old Italian nobility, black Italian nobility, and they are the wealthiest and most powerful bloodlines on this planet. And I say that because they're more powerful than the lineage of kings.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they really are. It's actually a little more scary. I mean, it really is that terrifying, guys. And when he's talking about like things like this, this is stuff that we have normalized. We've kind of let a lot of things go because it's we, we're on the hamster wheel of debt. We can't see what's really in front of us because it's, we're too busy with everything. We've got baseball practice, football practice, wrestling, whatever, all this stuff going on. And we're not thinking about all this other stuff where these people are getting together, doing a family reunion, dictating what your world's going to look like in the next five years. That right there is honestly what does happen. We, we know that there's these WEFs and other things that are out there, and they're actually just taking their orders. They're a subset of these family lines that are actually going out and doing what they should. And you'll find out that all these people are still, you know, they're still all, uh, all related. And whether they have the same last name or not, they all know who each other is. It's kind of like the Cool Kids Club, right? They, they don't have to wear a badge. They just know each other, and they distinctively talk differently with each other and, and about each other. And we've seen that across the board. Go ahead.
2: Oh, no. It's um, the end, though. We call these families the Old Guard. And the Old Guard families are on their way out. And this is why you have the New Guard families. And and, and I guarantee you there's some, the Bezos, the Gates, the Zuckerberg. There's some lineage back to these families. But uh, they're being represented by new names. And these are the rulers of Earth, people. And – but – that's not going to happen for too much longer because we, the people are standing up or rising up. We're going to take the power back. We are going to crush the new world order. We're going to destroy the evil that has taken its talons and put it into the glass of the earth. And we're going to get our country back. And a really interesting interview last night with Dr. Um, Ely, where we talked about who might be actually behind this and we were speculating, but it's quite interesting for everybody to go listen to that. You can find that uh, on rumble, but Man, what an interesting time to be alive, Jim Price.
3: Oh, yeah, they really are. And we're not, I mean, again, that's it's the, uh, I was actually talking to somebody uh, at coffee this morning about this. You know, there's going to be a lot of shiny objects going off. And your ability to focus on the goal in front of you and maintain a focus on the forward march will keep you successful, keep you from being affected by the things, the shiny objects of things, right? We've had everything from East Palestine, Ohio, that happened back in the beginning of the year where we had all the, 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 uh, the, uh, what was it, what was that? Vinyl chloride that got burned off and all this other stuff. Now it's, there's a the toxic plume within the, the water supply going all the way to Texas. Well, we see things like that, but these are real things that happen to real people. But we got to be careful because we know that school's now starting, right? So what school starts next week? Well, what also is going to be happening, guys? And then listen, it's open season on schools. Why? Because kids are back in schools and they need a soft target to create a distraction.
2: All right, guys. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Much love, respect, God bless. Take care, have a great day. Talk to you then.
3: All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. you got your extended hour here. Mondays and Wednesdays with the host here, Jim Price. Uh, guys, don't go nowhere. we got to help. Uh, let's keep your digestive system really loose and watery, right? Because we know that this is not going to make you feel good after we talk about all the stuff that we continue seeing in our government. Now, let me give you something here real quick, guys. This is actually, I was, I just was going down a rabbit hole on my own, and this is what I do on my free time is <laughs> I look up, the CBO that's a congressional budget office now the CBO has reported on March 28th of 2023 uh, revenue received by the federal government in 2022 totaled 4.9 trillion dollars which seems to be just shy of 5 trillion uh, 4.9 right i mean throw an extra 100 billion in there guys just make it make, make us feel good make us feel like we did something last year now, here's the thing that I want you to, to understand, that 2.9, okay, 5 million, or 5 trillion, whew, 5 million, 5 trillion, I got to get my math right here, don't I? Um, anyway, so $5 trillion was received by the federal, whoa, listen guys, whoa, whoa. this is not all dollars received by government entities nationwide. This is just what we gave them. This isn't the loans they went and got. This isn't the bonds they went and got. This is not the little, you know, slide of hand and money silo stuff that they have. I mean, there's there are school districts in Kansas that have billions of dollars of untethered money in savings accounts. And no one knows who holds the money or where the interest for that money goes. And there are billions of dollars of money silos in this state alone in Kansas. So imagine what it's like in New York. Imagine how much money those school districts are actually really hiding. Have you guys ever had a financial audit done of your districts? Have you ever actually went in and actually asked them exactly where all monies go and where unencumbered monies go? Yeah, you start asking those questions, you're going to feel all icky inside. It's going to make you feel like, it. ooh, I got to scrub my insides. Well, anyway, let me go. Let's, okay, I don't know. i get back to the CBO because you guys are just riveted. Right, the Congressional Budget Office. You guys are just what? CBO? I've got to hear more. Well, this is actually a supposedly a nonpartisan. Yeah, right. uh, Nonpartisan budget office that allow that just puts the numbers together. You know, box this box goes to box that, and those two boxes add to that, and that box adds to this, and bottom right hand corner of the spreadsheet says. $5 trillion was brought in by the United States government, only the federal government, okay? That's what they brought in in tax revenues. Half of that, half of that, half, no, no, sorry, it's more than half. $3 trillion of $5 trillion is more than half. Okay, you are going to work with me on the math here? Okay, so what i'm getting at is you have a situation that 70 percent of the money that was brought in by the federal government came from you dummies i'm sorry i insulted you there you stupid people and now i gotta get this right the that three trillion dollars came from you very unintelligent i gotta wait hold on i came to I, there's something i keep using the wrong words here when i'm describing people who keep paying into a system That is literally doing everything they can to put you in jail or hold you down from your freedoms and liberties and hiding from you technologies and knowledge that would set you free in ways that you can't even begin to imagine. So maybe these words I was using earlier, maybe, just maybe, just maybe, maybe I was using those words because they they have a little fact in there. Maybe sarcasm has has a certain factual portion to it, right? It's kind of a play against the facts. But I'm telling you, though, is that if you guys wanted to stop this government, if you guys wanted to actually keep this government from doing what I'm getting ready to I've got tons of articles here. I've got articles flying out of my ears about the, the misuse of our federal funds by our federal government. And if you guys didn't go around like a bunch of ding-dongs, not the, not the ones with the, in the white box from Hostess with the chocolate covering on the, the cake. No, not those kind of ding-dongs. Not the ones that are like, you know they're full of all kinds of chemicals, but you still eat them. Not those kind. No, not the tasty cake stuff. No, no, no. You guys are a bunch of ding-dongs because all you would have to do is boycott. All you have to do is boycott and say, listen, I'm not going to play your game. I am going to hold my money until you do it Right? And isn't that what you would do with, let's say, a painting contractor or a mechanic or a lawyer or I don't know anybody doing a job for you that you're paying for, but you don't look at it that way. You're running around and it's a federal government. We have to. They're so, uh, they're so powerful. They're just strong. They've been working out. Yeah. They've been working out on your money. They've been feeding their fat faces with your money. They've been making themselves strong with your money. Do you guys realize that as the American population, you control the citizens, the dummies, you guys, the ones that keep paying into a broken system, you guys control more money than anything else on earth combined, even more Then even BlackRock or State Street or even the federal government, you guys have combined more cash on hand and the ability to stop this in an instant. If you just what? Vote with your money. You vote with your money. Like, well, no, Jim, I gotta pay my quarterly taxes. I gotta, I gotta pay my taxes on my W-2s, man. I gotta, I gotta. They're gonna come get me. There's 87,000 IRS agents with guns with the ability to kill you for taxes. See, the problem is, guys, is that you're getting ready to go into a, an a unrealized tax cycle where they're going to tell you, by the way, oh, your house increased $80,000 last year because of no particular reason at all. But you now owe the federal government 30% of $80,000 on unrealized t- tax That you should have to pay in your financial gain. So the problem is, guys, you keep thinking this is funny. You keep thinking this is like Jim's just going a little too far. Maybe Jim's just lost it. He's got a marble loose and he's looking for it on the floor. You know, he doesn't know what's really going on. They're getting ready to do thousand percent taxation. Literally, you will have nothing left. They're going to go back in, and then if your car gained value or your house gained value or an asset that they have a title to. See, a lot of the states have this tag thing, right, where they've tagged certain luxury automobiles for you or this or that. So let's say you have a luxury automobile that you have. It's, it's a 60-, 70-, 80-year-old car. It's worth $100,000, but uh, you know the government decided it's worth one hundred twenty. dollars Well, you're going to have to come up with 30% of $20,000, on that unrealized taxes there you you got to do that and they're going to do this not because you turned it in and you negotiated and used their charts to figure it out they're just going to take it from you and you happen to have any zeros left in the bank account or you happen to have any assets they'll either seize the cash or the assets or the car that you won't pay the taxes on this is this is the time folks I'm telling you right now, if you have not figured out how to create a parallel economy within your own little world, your own little sphere, then you are behind. You are so far behind. You should have been thinking about this a long, long time ago, but we are still talking about it today. But your government, your government is going to do this to you. Guns, burner phones, fake registrations, and buried Michigan voter fraud scandal GBI Strategies Director Gary Bell had 70 organizations operating in 20 states in 2020 tied to Joe Biden campaign. This is an article I went over with you guys yesterday. I talked about this. We were talking about this KBI thing where they were going around. And it was a super long article because it was describing the uh, Muscogan Police Department investigation going down when it first started out and how the FBI got involved and then suddenly the FBI wasn't doing anything with it anymore. Remember that whole conversation yesterday? Now, you guys need to sit there and think – really good and hard you just got through having your lunch and I told you I might not get I'm gonna give you a little gastric distress here today you may not uh, get the, you might have the old bubbly gut going because Jimmy is not giving you the good news today then we'll get to the good news there are, there's always good news there's a way to bounce any negative to a positive I don't care what you are or who you are or how depressed you think you are if you make the physical effort and the mental effort to bounce a negative to a positive it will happen every single time so how do we do this well, if they're going to continue to show their hand that they're willing to do anything they want and destroy people's lives and, and fortunes that they have tried to work their entire life for, I put out a meme today. It's, uh, it's one of the things that I, t- I told you guys. I, you know, I wrote some memes yesterday, and, and uh, I put them out, and one of them was – well, I've told you guys this one before. I said, remember, your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart is in the right place every day being better than the day before. And that's one of the memes I put out yesterday. But the other one I put out today, it's actually a – it shows a – remember the principal from South – not South Park, but from the Simpsons? So you got the principal there, and he's got his – he's doing this hmm face. He's got his hand on his chin going. And I wrote in there, I says, when everything is illegal, there's nothing left but disobedience. And how is that – I mean just think about how profound that really is. And I'm not trying to say I'm some type of, you know – you know, whatever they—I uh, don't know what what do you call it? what do you call those people that are really really smart and they talk about them lay, long after they're dead. Well, maybe they'll talk about me long after I'm dead because I made up a funny meme here. But it's not really funny because in way in really at reality it cuts straight all the way to the bone. This is actually factual. What we are here—they're outlawing gas stoves, gas hot water tanks. They're outlawing gas furnaces. What else is left? Nothing. All right, guys. Commercial break coming up here on WYSL. Be
4: right back here in just a couple minutes. Dark to light on the WYSL stations.
3: All right, welcome back to the Dark to Light Show. I'm your host Jim Price here on extended lunch hours on Mondays and Wednesdays. Remember that, guys. Always hanging out, being a little extra. Hey, uh, we got the big event coming up this weekend. It's called Reunite America. Open the floodgates. It's at Floodgate Church. And it's actually, this is in Heartland, Michigan, and this is actually a very, very cool event. Uh, You know, me and Jim Caviezel and others will be there speaking. Now, the event starts at 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon, and it'll be all day Saturday, so I will be speaking twice on Saturday. I'll have have my own time, but then I'll also be uh, doing questions and answers for it. There's going to be a panel of people, and I'll be asking questions and, and engaging with them. And so I'll be uh, doing the panel, and then I'll be doing my own speech as well. And so, the guys, if you guys want to donate to this or be a part of this, reuniteamerica.life, reuniteamerica.life is the website to go to. If you guys want to just donate to them, be a part of it, or show up. I mean, might as well show up, guys. You guys want to uh, meet me again? You going to hang out? Uh, it's, I don't know how far. how far is Detroit from from uh, rochester it's a it's a bit of a drive like you know i don't know it's, it's forever so that's fine start today and that way you'll get there forever right you'll get there in time i'm just kidding you but no just guys uh this this event this reunite america is going to be uh doing a, and i'm giving you a little bit of info, inside information on this one they're going to be doing at least three events like this if not four uh, looks like they'll be doing an event in uh, the Virginia Beach area or Virginia's area. Looks like we got an event going in Florida. And also looks like we will have maybe something in Ohio, if not uh, something in Pennsylvania. And I actually know that we are talking right now that we could be doing this same event here in Wichita, Kansas in October, the first week of October, uh, October 7th, because the sound of freedom motorcycle okay now this whole thing's about sound of freedom right you know tim bollard and and jim caviezel and others and and paul hutchinson he's the millionaire billionaire guy in the movie by the way he's not a hispanic guy i don't mean to spoil it for all you ladies but actually paul hutchinson hutchinson is actually the millionaire billionaire guy he's a white guy Uh, i've had him on my show i've had him on my show with Meet media periscope as well a uh, really neat guy got a heart for the kids obviously he just now let me give you a little insight scoop on the movie here on sound of freedom sound of freedom was actually filmed over five just over five years ago literally five years ago and disney sat on it because they can do that see it's a, it, there's a thing where a lot of these media companies will like sign an artist but then won't let him sing they won't let him do concerts they won't let him do albums they sign them, give them a, a a bonus check or whatever, and then literally what they call shelf them. They will shelf them. They'll put them on a shelf. They won't use them. They can't do concerts because they're bound by this contract. Well, a lot of times the contracts don't have end dates. They have, uh, like, task completions. So after the fifth uh, album recording, they are released from their their contract. Well, if they never record an album, they never get done with the five albums. See how that works? Well, anyway, just this whole thing. So uh chris or chris paul hutchinson he just came out of deep cover about six months ago so if he would have if they would have released this movie five years ago when they were supposed to a lot of us wouldn't have been paying attention because we wouldn't have been talking about the tunnels and we wouldn't have been talking about other things in the way we should right but let me talk about this paul would not have been able to be a part of the movie release he would not have been able to do any interviews. He would not have been able to tell his story and how he had to buy that island and all the things he did in the movie. So, and he just came out. So I, I talk with him. We text and call each other on the phone and stuff. He's really just a really nice guy. And uh, he's, he's out there doing his thing. Paul Hutchinson is out there doing his thing. He's working with the recovery of the human traffickers, those that are on the backside. Now, this event here is actually for the Underground Railroad. That's what this is all about. And so the Underground Rail- Railroad is there. Uh, this is the whole thing. You know, it's to be a part of that. So understand, understand they're going to have baptisms on Friday night. we got all this stuff going on. So there's a lot of great things here. If you guys want to be a part of this uh, this Reunite America event coming up this weekend, let's say you want to be in Detroit, uh, West Detroit for whatever reason, it's actually a little bit, it's outside of town. Um, it's like Avon from Rochester, kind of out of town. It's, it's a little ways out of town anyway you guys want to be a part of it donate to it be a, just do it right and you can tell my sent you whatever that's fine uh, but next week i have i've, I've had i i had wysl post on their twitter and facebook the link for uh mike lindell's event that i'm going to be at wednesday and thursday next week i won't be on the radio next wednesday uh you'll have uh, you have josh but on wednesday and Thursday. I'm going to be in Springfield, Missouri. We're doing another cyber symposium. We're doing another election integrity event. Now, if you don't think that this was going to be a bunch more where they're going to show Trump's case, like they're going to show you how every I mean, they're going to roll a lot of things out, I think, in this event. But remember, we have that link out there. I have a link on my Facebook page and my Twitter page and my Cloud Hub page. If you guys can't find it, get a hold of me. But if you sign up under that link, put in promo code PRICE. Promo code price. You get a free ebook from Mike Lindell, and then you get the link to the live feed next Wednesday and Thursday. So you could literally just play the live feed in the background while you're working or driving down the road or whatever it is. And people can sign up, put in promo code price because they want to track who's who's doing what. Right? That's how everything is. Right? Um, but please put in the promo code price. Sign up for that link and get that that ebook from from Mike Lindell. Then also get the link to be uh, see what I'm going to be doing uh, next Wednesday and Thursday. But then right after that, I'm driving up to South Chicago, some of the best parts of our country, right? You guys think I'm on vacation when I do these trips? These aren't vacations. <laughs> the only vacation I've had probably in the last, you know, at least say let's say a year was New York. You know, because you guys, I got to come up and see you guys. I got to hang out. I got to go over to Niagara. I got to go down to the War uh, Plane Museum and kinesis there i got to go eat with bob uh at the uh the place there in his town i and i can't remember the name of it offhand but i got to see a lot of cool stuff while i was up there so that was my last fit. that was my vacation that was me vacationing coming and talking to you guys so yeah west detroit south chicago sounds great let's do an event there um anyway but the one on next uh, next friday is again it's another human trafficking event uh, Mary Crowley, my personal friend, and also, well, Annie's putting on... Annie is a friend of mine who's doing the Reuni- Reunite America Tour. Uh, she's going to be doing that. Annie is a great friend of mine. You talk about someone who's truly grounded, just a sweet person, no, unassuming, no ego, just wants to do this for the kids, wants to do this for the event. Doesn't There's, there's no money to be made for her whatsoever. Uh, Annie's doing that great job, as well as Mary Crowley, the event I'll be doing in Chicago, Hers is a child trafficking or human trafficking event as well, and I'll be speaking there on uh, Saturday. And, again, if you guys want to donate to these things, you want to be a part of this stuff, part of fixing what's really going on out there, there's going to be a lot of damaged people coming out of these, these situations. Not only the the human beings that have been trafficked on the surface of the earth, but those that have been trafficked in the tunnels, the shipping containers, and other things like that across the world. So I wanted to talk about all these things in real time and let you guys know that there is a lot of things we're going to be doing. I am, uh, I'm going to be. Tra- I'm actually going to be able to be on the radio tomorrow with you guys. Uh, I thought I was going to travel tonight, but I had my times on when the Michigan event started. I thought it started on Friday morning. It starts on Friday afternoon, so that means I get to kick back my uh, my travel schedule a day and uh, hang out with you guys. You know, that's what it's all about, right? Making sure you get you guys the good information. So I'll be traveling tomorrow evening instead of tonight. And then, uh, like I said, me and Josh were talking about earlier, there's going to be a lot of travel come up for me and him. Uh, especially for me, i got a lot of speaking things coming up. And it's going to be good. A lot of great stuff. But as this is all going on, remember, guys, you're paying into a system that is literally like a wood chipper chewing your feet off. And you're asking for more gas. You're asking for more throttle. You are asking for more pain. You're going out of your way to seek out these people to destroy you. And you don't have to. So anyway, I just want to give you all those little rundowns of everything uh, we, we've been doing or I've been doing. What's going to be coming up. And be a part of things, guys. Step up. There's no reason for you guys to hesitate. You guys have got a lot to lose. And I mean, I mean that in a lot. I mean just in a lot, a lot of ways. Um, I, that's a that's a big big part of the future we have is we have to get involved and there was something in here that I was talking about oh, I was talking about the Muscogan uh police stuff this is this is so bad the guns, the burner phones, the fake registrations the different the twenty different operating organizations throughout the country. this is stuff that we all had rumors of we thought we saw certain things happening, but now we have these great big investigations going on, but who's stopping it? Oh, your federal tax dollars. Your federal tax dollars are stopping this from moving forward. Yeah, that's the FBI. Remember I talked on the article yesterday that after the the Muscogan police there had passed it off to the FBI, the FBI quit investigating it, quit moving forward. But that's your federal government, isn't it? I mean, you guys paid in $3 trillion for them to do their job, and that's not including the money. wait, wait, guys, listen, that, that, that... Trillions of dollars that they have there that they've been spending or they get each year from you guys, that doesn't include the money they borrowed. They, they we gave them five trillion dollars yes last year, but they borrowed another what thirty trillion or twenty trillion last year. How many how many trillions did they borrow last year? But the Congressional Budget Office CBO whoever does the website I will tell you this is. Very effective. There is a ton of information on the CBO website that would really make your head spin. It should be where everybody starts the argument about what you, who you want to vote for and what you think this country is and where you think this country should go. Where's your $3 trillion? Where's the $3 trillion you people put into this, this whole pot of money here? Where, what benefit did you get out of it? Now, if I remember right, uh, we've already sent $200 billion to Ukraine, $84 billion of that went through FTX. Remember the failed money exchange, the crypto exchange? Yeah, that was a thing, right? Yeah, don't worry about that. That's just how we do it here. Money laundering. All
4: right, guys, we'll be back in a
1: minute.
4: Dark to Light on the WYSL stations.
3: All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Light Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for hanging in there. Uh, you know a lot of things going on in the world around us, including we got uh, more of the uh, the Biden southern border. Did you know that if we continue this rate of immigration that there will be no next generation of Americans that the immigration will actually replace what we consider to be the youth of America? Yeah, don't worry about it. That's fine. Uh, we do have a caller. John, John, are you there? Gary, sorry. Gary. Yeah, uh, we, yeah I'm we, here. You, you know who you are.
1: <laughs> uh, I, um, I wanted to tell you that uh, new york citizens audit turned over their initial data and findings mm-hmm. to the state police investigative unit before the 2022 right. election and they, they went in there expecting a 15-minute sit down with them and four hours later the state police investigators said that if this is all true then this is treason so yeah. since that time we've got a peer-reviewed study at the Journal of Information Warfare that uh, confirmed everything we said about the algorithms hidden. Anyway, um, they turned the information over to uh, the FBI's Homeland Security Division, and it never saw the light of day. So it's the same thing that happened in Michigan and Pennsylvania and every place. And they've now located the or confirmed the algorithms that are manipulating our voter rolls uh, in other states. And I think Marley's going to be at that same symposium for Mike Lindell speaking. So I think there's a tsunami of truth coming that's going yeah. to clear away a lot of the conspiracy theories that have been bogging us down, and then we'll have a clean slate to start working off of again. Oh, absolutely.
3: well we'll make sure and have her look me up next week when she's there. Um did she I, ever I know they get a hold the, of you
1: for an interview?
3: I have not. She has not reached out to me.
1: Uh-uh. Oh, okay. So, well, I'll, I yeah. know she's been real busy. There's, uh, That's all you right. Know, we're we're taking action legally here, and yeah. she's been trying to put that together. So uh, I'll I'll reach out to her again, and or at least let her know that you're going to be there and track you Perfect. down.
3: Yeah, definitely. That'd be great. And then we can make contact that way. Well, that's great that you guys are doing this. And think about this, how much time and effort a lot of these citizen groups have had to put together. I mean, think of the value of the time and the effort that this is to then bring this to the law enforcement. And then law enforcement may do a great investigation, but if the DOJ or whatever department, DA, whoever it is, they don't pick it up, what does it really matter?
1: Well, it's the media, too. I mean, that's real bad. But now mm-hmm. I've been corresponding. I've been sending uh, links and kind of, uh, I don't know, sarcastic letters to the news directors locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will not cover it. I've got one one reporter that has looked into it. He talked to Marley, and he got a hold of the state election commission. But, you know, they've slandered us. They said that our data is no good. Well, the data came from their voter rolls. And all we did was compare the numbers that they're supposed to do. So the whole thing's ridiculous. But people are pushing back without ever looking at the data. It's all there. It's all documented. I'm sure a lot of it's going to be presented at that symposium. And right. it's up to the people now to wake everybody up. If if I call or if I send an email to these news directors, that's one thing. But if 1,000 people would do that this afternoon or tomorrow, um, you know, if we got to get get their attention and force them. I know they don't want to. These people are controlled by a yeah. deep state media, and they're scared for their jobs. You know, you know what happens when you cross the system. You felt oh, yeah. it personally, yeah. so yeah. I get it. But this is uh, like you know, pull the alarm and all hands on deck.
3: Definitely. Well, and if we have this kind of great information, then people should feel like they don't. They're not out there just wishing it to be real, but they have the facts to actually show that it's real. And that's a whole oh. different way to come at it.
1: Yeah. You know, if if people want to really understand it, you can check out Dr. Art Zark on Substack. He's mm-hmm. uh the guy that reverse engineered the algorithm. Uh, so what's that what's that
3: link to his Substack real quick? What is it?
1: It's uh Doctor Art Zark, A R T Z A R K.
3: Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I just want to make sure right. people could hear that and they could go look oh. it up if they want to see that information. So, yeah, good. All right. Well, that's anyway. great. Um, go ahead. Is it good? Yeah, yeah good. All right. Uh, th- thank you so much, Gary, for calling in. And, you know, hey, guys, keep at this. Okay? Gary, don't give up, guys. You guys are doing a great job. I'm very proud of what you guys are doing. Don't hesitate. Or And so we'll get, to, we'll get back to you soon and give us some updates. All right? Okay. All right. Charlie, are you there? got another call? I am.
5: Hey, how you hey, doing, Hey, Charlie, Jim?
3: good to hear from you. Good, sir.
5: Good. Hey, I'm not sure if you've heard. Um, We just, uh, Rochester just gained 77, uh, well, I guess you can say undocumented immigrants, according to, uh, I guess, what the left would agree to. Um right. So they just got sent here from New York, New York. And that expressed my concerns because it, there in New York, you have... Uh, well, a rise of infectious diseases, um, mainly because of all the illegals crossing over the border. They're not, uh, we don't know what they have or what they carry or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. and that's, that's a little, uh, well, I don't know how to wor- word it, but scary because we have on September 13th, we have, um, uh, Governor Holkel still appealing COVID camps, which could land right. anybody if, if we get the COVID camps, we could land up in these COVID camps if any of us get an infectious disease. Right. Um,
3: well, if we know that the uh, the test kits themselves are, are a fallacy, then they can make it be anything they want, right?
5: Well, yeah, true. But um, yeah. according to the lawsuit that uh, Governor Hochul had appealed and Bobby Cox mm-hmm. won, um, pretty much states that Technically, food and drink would be considered an infectious disease if we got food poisoning, Um, tuberculosis, so on and so forth. And I I guess I would like to bring up the attention for September 13th of 2023 at 10 a.m. Here in Rochester, uh, we have the appeal court. Um, Bobby Cox and team, she's, she's using her own money and her own time to... wow. Pretty much saved New York from going to camps.
3: Yeah. Well, think about that. You got that one person that's willing to go through that brick wall, and they're always going to be the bloodiest. And we should be there to make sure that we're there to support these people as they do this work.
5: Absolutely. Well, again, in these seven seven that just got dropped off yesterday, that's only one of three.
3: Wow. Uh,
5: so we have two more bus loads coming of about the same number. At the same time, according to what they say, New York, New York will cover the bill for these illegals or, as you know, they're running away from something, um, to be housed in hotels. And last week, we just had issues of families, American families, born and raised in America, being kicked out of hotels and having to be relocated someplace else. Right. Um. And I I don't get it. They're talking about two these illegal. They could they could be here for a good year, so they're already talking about enrolling them in schools and so on and so forth. Right. And we again we don't know what what could be spread around in our state that could land us in these COVID camps if if the Supreme Court rules in Hoke's favor.
3: Right. Well, you got to remember though. I mean, a lot of these people are coming from situations where hygiene and doctor care and other things that we seem we seem to think is normal and it should be normal across the globe well it's not and a lot of these people are coming from countries that you know they don't even have birth certificates we don't even really know who what name they're claiming that they are or who where they really came from we have no idea but yet americans have to walk around with we don't have your state id anytime you have to present that to the gestapo right so there's a lot of these things that really shows that where our rights that we're held to that you know, we only have so many. These people walk in and they just get all kinds of things that we don't even experience as Americans, and that's where we see the fallacy, right?
5: And I would, I, if I was homeless right now, I would be livid knowing I'm living on the street, and I could be set up in the hotel with breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and probably, you know, probably college education if I wanted to go that far.
3: Right. Absolutely. Well, Charlie, thank you so much for calling in, man. It's been great having you. So hang in there and keep the fight going and, and keep us informed of what's going on. Sounds good. Thanks, Jim. Bye. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Well, guys, this is a this is the situation, right? You know, we've got people who we got. We, he's talking about the people that he's talking about going to court. We've got people going out there and doing voter integrity. We've got people going out there and trying to hold these people accountable. But can they do it by themselves? If you guys aren't involved in a group if you guys are literally sitting back and liking posts and you think that that's the level in which you can participate, guys, that's, that's nothing. That doesn't mean anything to anybody. Yes, it, it creates spread. It keeps the information going. It keeps it popcorning. I get the whole idea about how algorithms work. But I will tell you this. We have ourselves a situation where physical action, meaning get off your butt. Get off the couch, get out of your chair, get off your whatever it is you're doing, and go to a meeting. And not an AA meeting where you quit drinking. I'm talking about a meeting where you go and you try to save the republic. And do not call this democracy. Always remember this is a constitutional republic. We are a constitutional republic. And make sure you use the words out loud repeatedly over and over and address our country in the way in which it is necessary. We are not a democracy. If anybody claims we are a democracy, you immediately shut them down. Say, we do not elect leadership. We elect servants. We are a constitutional republic. Understand the difference. And the reason the Democrats push the word democracy It's because it's communism light. It's the Bud Light of of socialism. Nobody likes Bud Light, right? Oh, by the way, I really do appreciate all the Bud Light drinkers that went over to Modelo's because you guys thought buying a more expensive Mexican beer was going to get you away from Bud Light. By the way, Bud Light, Budweiser, Stella Beer, which is a foreign-owned national company, not American-owned anymore, Stella Beer owns Modelo. So Stella, the mother company of Budweiser, Anheuser Busch is no Anheuser Busch is no longer an American company. Hasn't been for like a couple a de- or decade or so. I say a decade, probably about a decade now, eight to ten years. Stella Beer, yeah, they bought out Anheuser Busch almost a decade ago. It's not an American company. Just like Dodge is not an American company. It's owned by Fiat. That's the problem, guys. We don't even realize that when everybody quit drinking Bud Light and went to Modelo's, that's how Budweiser's making more money because they charge you more for Modelo's. They have a higher profit ratio on Modelo than they do Budweiser. So you guys are out buying more expensive Mexican beer thinking you're beating the system by buying Mexican. And in reality, you're just buying Budweiser. But you don't know your product line. You don't know where this comes from. Sad part of it is I used to drink, I used to drink, I used to brush my teeth with Tom's toothpaste because I thought that this Tom's toothpaste was some wholesome toothpaste that didn't have fluoride. Oh, no, it's owned by Colgate. And who owns Colgate? Palmolive. And who owns them? Keep going up the line. Black Rock, State Street, Black Rock, State Street, Black Rock, State Street. I'm, I'm working on my own toothpaste now because I can't even trust the labels that are on these products to know that all I need is diatomaceous earth, I need my bentonite clay, I need a couple other things in there, and I can have a nice dry toothpaste that I can use, and I don't have to worry about chemicals shoving into my face. See, folks, we have a situation where we can be different, and we can be those different makers, but if we're not out there supporting and getting involved in all these things, then we wonder why this happens. You guys can be the difference makers, but get to a meeting, get on a Zoom call. If you can't, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't know who out there, especially since this whole COVID. Oh, we're all gonna kill each other. <sighs> um, since COVID, everybody knows how to use Zoom now. So a lot of times these Zoom these meetings for these these groups, they they'll do a Zoom call. They'll they'll put it on Zoom. They'll have the they'll have people up there speaking. And but I'm gonna tell you right now, you want the most effective way to have a meeting. Get off of Zoom and meet in person. And meet in in person more often than you think you should. And invite your neighbor, invite everybody you know to go to these meetings and start talking about voter integrity, start talking about the medical tyranny, start talking about the republic, and quit calling yourself a democracy because you're falling into their trap of them using their words because that gets you using it, and then you use it, and you resonate that out, and your voice repeats it out and echoes out, democracy, democracy, democracy. And the next thing you know, what are we? Communism. I don't want it. I'm tired of it. Yes, we can slow down the fall of this great big millstone around our neck called the financial collapse. We can do that, and we can make things gentler for ourselves. But we got to come together, bind together, be the right people. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up. We'll be right back.
4: Dark to light on the WYSL stations. All
3: right, welcome back to Dr. Light Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Thank you so much for being here at WYSL. That's right, guys, the station that's bothered to tell you the truth. And I tell you, that's really hard to find in a lot of places nowadays. At least you have somebody out there wanting to do this for you. We do have this article out from yournews.com. Uh, House Oversight Releases Bank Records showing Hunter Biden took millions from Russian and Ukrainian oligarchs. So there's actually a 19 page letter here. I actually posted it on my Facebook and Twitter Cloud Hub is already. And uh, it goes here. House Oversight Committee released bank records on Wednesday. Uh, Hunter received millions from Russian oligarch Alina. Barterina, we've talked about this lady before here on the show. Ukraine energy firm Burisma and Kaz, I, uh, Kaz Kazka, K A Z A K H, Kazka oligarch. Gene, uh, and then Kenz. I'm sorry, Kenz something or other. When his father was vice president, uh, the committee found. So the committee found uh, it has identified over 20 million in payments from the. Uh, let's see how many people we have here. We have Elena. We got Kazar guy or whatever, and Keynes. So that's three different people that gave him over twenty million dollars. That's fine. That's complete like twenty million people throwing around millions of dollars. Like people just get you know just hey a million do- oh yeah twenty million dollars here you go. I mean honestly, what are you buying? I mean I, I again I I'm, I you know I don't I, I get that you want the big house and all that, but seriously, what are you buying? You you could be pretty perpetual with twenty million dollars. Why would you need to keep putting your nose out there, keep putting your foot back in the – toe back in the water until the shark eats your leg off? But they don't stop. Uh, during uh, the Pedo's uh, vice president's run – or when, when the Pedo was vice president, Hunter Biden sold him as the brand to reap millions from oligarchs. It appears no real services were provided other than the access to the Biden network, including Joe Biden himself. Uh, Hunter Biden seemed to have delivered, said Republican uh, Kentucky Representative James Comer, chair of the House Oversight Committee. It's clear Joe, you know, Uncle Joey, knew about his son's business dealings and allowed himself to be the brand sold to enrich the Biden family. Let me do this for you. And you know what he did? You know how you know how uh, there's this guy that was born in Kenya. I call him Uncle Barry. Well, I think that's going to come out in the election stuff, but I do believe that the Uncle Barry in this, the guy that's sitting there talking about, well, I'm going to have the little earpiece in, and I'm going to say things, and they'll say it for me. I do believe that he was getting his taste. I do believe that somehow that that mansion that's uh, only twelve feet above sea level in Martha's Vineyard, where you know he bought that twenty-four million dollar house, I do believe some of that money somehow got into that house. I'm just telling you guys, there's the, the Obamas are so quiet on this, and so are the Clintons. They've literally been super quiet about this because they don't want to talk about the Anthony Weiner laptop. They don't want to talk about Epstein's Island. They don't want to talk about the pimps, and they don't want to talk about the hoes, and they don't want to talk about the lists, right? They don't want to talk about the Lyota Express going to Epstein's Island. So anyway, this is uh, – I think – I do believe that's part of the story that's being missed in all these stories that talk about this. Uh, Blue Star Strategies, a, a lobbying firm recommended to uh, to Ukraine's energy firm, Burisma, by Hunter Biden, worked for a Ukrainian prosecutor who let Burisma off. Golly, this is the, the – ah – Internal State Department's email show Blue Star Strategies called State Department official George Kent regarding then-Ukrainian prosecutor um, And in September of 2016, a few months after Blue Star met with State Department officials. Wow, it's amazing how they just have access to these people. State Department officials on Burisma's behalf, according to the internal emails first reported by the Washington Examiner. Uh, this is a quote here. Need to give you a heads up that I took a call just now from Sally Pointner, uh, Pointner from Blue Star Strategies. The first time we have interacted, I am confident it will be the last. Kent said in an email with a subject line: "Bullying, threatening call by Blue Stars Sally Pointner," according to the state, <laughs> according to the Senate Committee of Homeland Security and Government Affairs now where are these Where's the again no prosecutors no persecution none none, none of that's going on this we're just reading this all as factual documents we're seeing it right here i got 19 pages i've already put it out on my social media i have it right here in this article but nobody's arrested nobody's being even charged with a speeding ticket (sighs) sally pointer is the chief operating officer of blue star she runs the firm alongside blue star ceo karen uh, Tamanta whatever her name, is. she joined Blue Star in 2010. Previously worked in the U.S. Department of Commerce under former Bill Clinton. Now, let's see, she she's working for Blue Star, which Hunter Biden's working for. Boy, the this, there's just this tangled web we weave right when we try to deceive. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, the topic issue was the, uh, the prosecutor and is now cancelled plans to come to Wish, uh, to Washington a trip that Blue Star had apparently been arranging. So this um, uh, Luz, Luzenko, L- L- Luzenko told me he did not. No, who exactly had come to Kiev and talked to him in July about coming to Washington, but Blue Star had promised they would arrange access to high levels of the Clinton campaign, including someone who might lead her white lead her to the white House guys this is This is how familiar they are with each other. There is no boundaries there is no there is no conversation that can't be had with these people. They will go as far and wide as they need to they're going to bring in the prosecutor that was that replaced. The one that the uh, in chief wanted to get rid of. Remember the, when he was vice president? Oh, look you there. Uh, I'm leaving here in six hours, and oh, look, he's fired. Remember that whole thing? Do you see how this all just keeps looping back and looping back and looping back? Where's that redhead that does the I'll circle back to you statement? Remember? I'll circle back to you. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll circle back to you. This is crazy. All of this is here, and we keep repeating the same story. But another connection, another connection, another connection. But Trump, because he said in Georgia on a phone on a, to the Georgia, uh, was it the uh, State uh, Secretary of State? You guys need to find. You guys need to find those other votes. You need to find me those votes because he was referring to. He knew that they were holding back. He knew that they had information and 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 votes that had not been tabulated properly. He knew that, and he called them out on it so they could lie on phone. And now they're going to bring him into court, and he's going to bring in the evidence to show that they were lying. I think this is brilliant. He's getting them to come and charge. Georgia's going to come and charge Trump, by the way. That's going to happen anytime now. I mean, it's between now and the next couple of weeks. I mean, any time now, the Georgia indictment is going to come down. But he is going to get to go in there and say, oh, yeah, remember when I said, hey, where's those other votes? I knew where those other votes were because I was president of the United States and I had the in, intel briefings to let me know where these votes really were. So you guys were lying. But see, we don't talk about this in the mainstream media, do we? All right, guys. Okay. It's been a great day with you guys here at WYSL. Don't go anywhere. Plenty of more great information here on WYSL. Please be a part of the family. Be a part of the answer. Do not give up. Do not give in. I'm Jim Price, your host here on The Dr. Light Show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.